Thank you for joining me this Friday, the 11th of November. I'm Grady Wall for Market Analyst with Bell Direct. This is the weekly market update. During uncertain times in the markets where each day can present new challenges, it is easy to feel distracted by the volume of information at hand, much of which can be negative. Instead of making short-term investment decisions, it is really important to reflect on your long-term investment strategy and to think about diversifying into sectors that can perform well in a rising interest rate environment, namely the financial sector. We've seen a shift in investments from equities to cash or term deposits over the last few months since the RBA began raising interest rates as investors navigate away from equities that are impacted by the higher cost of borrowing in favour of the safety of constant term deposit income or cash. Now that all four big banks have released FY22 results, we can digest how CBA, Westpac, NAB and ANZ fared during the year that was 2022. Back in August, Commonwealth Bank of Australia, or CBA, was the first to release FY22 results, including statutory NPAT up 9% on FY21 to $9.673 billion, while household deposits and business deposits rose 13.2% and 15.1% respectively, which was more than the home lending and business lending divisions. CBA also increased its full-year dividend by 10% to $3.85 per share, fully franked. Interestingly, CBA's loan impairment expense decreased $911 million to a benefit of $357 million, driven by a reduced COVID-19 overlays. Year-to-date, CBA shares are up 1.5% to $104.04. Next up was ANZ, which released its FY22 results late in September, including cash profit up 5% to $6.496 billion, a final dividend of $0.74 per share, a total dividend of $1.46 per share for FY22, and statutory operating income from continuing operations up 12% to $19.426 billion. ANZ beat market expectations for FY22, however warned any change from exit margin for FY23 is likely to be more modest. Shares in ANZ are down 12.6% year-to-date at $24.28 per share. Westpac released FY22 results on November 7th and highlights of its FY22 include all banking divisions growing core earnings strongly in H2, higher growth in mortgages and business lending and statutory NPAT up 4% to $5.694 billion with costs also down 19%. Westpac did note that cash earnings fell 1% and the bank's net interest margin for FY22 was down 17 basis points to 1.87%, but had rebounded in the second half to be up 5 basis points to 1.9%. Shares in Westpac are up 9% year-to-date. And finally, NAB released its FY22 results on Wednesday the 9th of November, which missed market expectations. For the year, NAB reported cash earnings up 8.3% to $7.104 billion. Statutory MPAT was up 8.35% to $6.891 billion. Exit net interest margins of 1.72% and a full-year dividend up 18.9% to $1.51 per share. A key driver of NAB's growth for the year was a strong performance in the bank's business and private banking business, which reported a 21.5% increase in cash earnings to $3 billion, and NAB shares are up 5.44% year-to-date.
Collectively, the big four banks will soon be distributing just over $9.5 billion in final dividends. Given most Australians own shares in a bank, either directly or through their super, it's good news for retail spending, but not so great for curbing inflation. Now, locally, the ASX added 1.04% from Monday to Thursday as investor sentiment was buoyed early in the week by recovering commodity prices, early reports of China easing its COVID zero goal and the anticipated results of the US midterm election. Utilities outperformed the market this week, adding 15.71% over the four days, boosted by a 34% surge in Origin Energy shares on Thursday after the leading Australian electricity and gas company received a takeover offer worth $18.4 billion. The winning stocks from Monday to Thursday were led by Origin Energy adding 36.41%, followed by Evolution Mining jumping 20.9%, despite no price-sensitive news out of the company this week. And Regis Resources added 20.13% from Monday to Thursday this week. On the losing end of the ASX 200, New Hope Corporation tanked 17.67% this week as some investors took profit from the coal miners' 46% growth over the last six months. Whitehaven Coal also fell 16.45% this week and James Hardy Industries dropped 14.47%. Taking a look at the All Lords, Aries Resources added 34.38% this week, Anglo Gold Ashanti lifted 25.93% and Avita Medical Inc. rose 24.58%, while Temple and Webster fell 18.1% at the losing end of the All Lords for the week. The most traded stocks by Belderet clients from Monday to Thursday were New Hope Corporation, Beach Energy, Whitehaven Coal, Lake Resources and Bellevue Gold. Investors also bought into Mineral Resources, Westpac Banking Corporation and Pilbara Minerals while taking profit from ANZ and Pay Group. And the most traded ETFs were ActiveX, Ardea Real Outcome Bond Fund, sorry, Vanguard Australian Shares Index ETF and Beta Shares Australian Strong Bear Hedge Fund. On the economic data front for next week, investors will be keeping an eye on the RBA's meeting minutes for November, which are out on Tuesday, UK, UK inflation rate out on Wednesday and Australia's unemployment rate out on Thursday. That's all we have time for today. I'm Grady Wolf with Bell Direct. Have a lovely Friday. Enjoy your weekend. And as always, happy investing.